0: this evening. Turn with me to the book of Acts chapter 6, beginning in verse 7. I want to pick up where I left off last Sunday night. Acts chapter 6, beginning in verse 7. My Lord, tonight, I know Jesus is coming, but the church should not just sit back and shut their mouth and be deaf to what's going on. We shouldn't close our mouth and be close our eyes and turn a blind eye to what is going on. How many know that tonight? We some have the attitude, well, it's going to be, we shouldn't just sit back and watch. No, that ain't what Jesus said. Jesus said, Occupy till I come. He told us to be about the Father's business tonight. My Lord, we're talking at dinner today and how the church has lost the voice. They don't listen to the church anymore. And Harold was talking about how there's a lack of revivals going on in our cities. Churches don't have revivals. And I thought how churches are closing up. No wonder the voice ain't heard no more. When the honky-tonks are opening up, the sin joints are opening up. Did you hear what I'm telling you? It's time for the church of God. What I'm telling you, it's time that we have another Pentecost. Whether we want it or whether we don't, we are in desperate need of an utter Pentecost. We are in desperate need of an utter outpouring of the Holy Ghost for the saints of God to get full of the Spirit of God. Again, Acts chapter 6, beginning in verse 7. Let me just tell you, we're dealing with Stephen a little bit tonight. And let me tell you why Stephen. Because Stephen was no apostle, but he was a deacon. And this spiritual promise wasn't just to the apostles, and it wasn't just confined to them, but it is confined to the body. It is for the body of Christ tonight. It is for the body of Christ. Somebody say, the Holy Ghost is for me tonight. The Holy Ghost is for me tonight. The baptism of the Holy Ghost, and with power, is not just for the preacher. It's not for just the evangelist, but it is for me, the layman, for the body and we need that Holy Ghost power tonight, beginning in verse seven of Acts chapter six, and the word of God increased, and the number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly, and a great company of the priests were obedient to the faith, and Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among. The people. Uh, then there arose of the synagogue, which is called the synagogue of Libertans, and Syrians, and of an Alexanders, uh, and of them of Cilicia and of Asia, disputing with Stephen. And they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. They had sub- stubborn men, which had heard him speak blaspheme words against Moses and against God. And let me tell you, because they couldn't answer what Stephen, because he was so full of the Holy Ghost right there, they could not answer him. They could not resist that spirit, the Holy Ghost of God that was upon him. Tonight I want to continue speaking on the thought we're indeed in search of some Holy Ghost-filled believers tonight heavenly father we come before you dear god tonight lord and we lift you up dear lord this evening lord we just exalt you dear god and we praise you dear god for everything you done dear lord Uh, tonight lord we ask for your anointing on this service oh god this message uh, your words anointed but this speaker needs your anointing tonight lord i pray god that you'll anoint the ears of the congregation to hear this word oh god Lord, tonight I ask God, and I'm believing God for Pentecost to hit the Houston Town Church of God. I'm believing for Pentecost to hit every Bible-believing, blood-bought person under my voice tonight. My Lord, I'm, we're warring Pentecost. We're desiring Pentecost. Oh, God, tonight I ask, Lord, for you to feel. I ask for you to discern desire and hunger for those to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost and with power in this day that we're living. Oh God, tonight we ask for your blessings and we give you glory. We give you honor and we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I want to go back to a statement that I just said. Whether we want it or whether we don't want it, we are in need of another, another Pentecost. We are in need of an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Just to backtrack last week, I told you I believe the reason people ain't being baptized with the Holy Ghost was for two reasons. And by the way, we had one to be baptized with the Holy Ghost last week. But listen, the reason they were two that were not... There are two reasons. First, it's not being preached in our pulpits. It's no longer mentioned in our sanctuaries. How can it be when churches only have one service a week? How can it be preached when revivals ain't there? How can it be preached when they don't want to preach nothing but a feel-good psychological message, a motivational speech anymore? Not only that, there is a a condition uh, that has hit the church. They're complacent. People don't want more of God. Oh, my Lord, tonight, the body uh, today don't really seek the moving of the Spirit of God. My Lord, I thought I wish people would seek the baptism of the Holy Ghost as they did some things in their life, other things. I wish people would seek the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Like they grind for the dinner table. I wish people would seek the baptism of the Holy Ghost, like they seek messages from Facebook. I wish they would seek the baptism of the Holy Ghost, just like they seek uh, going about their activities. My Lord, if we get as hungry for the Holy Ghost uh, as we did our entertainment, can I tell you, uh, my Lord, we'd have a moving of the Spirit moving it, we'd be shaking some places tonight. If we got so hungry for the Holy Ghost, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, like we did our dinner table, no doubt we could shake a world up tonight. We could shake a community. We could shake a state uh, and a nation up and turn the world uh, upside down. But I'm afraid complacency has hit the body of Christ. Oh, my Lord, tonight... Many are just happy, and I know that's the reason to rejoice that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. But I want you to know that Jesus told his disciples that they need to be endued with power. I want you to know that Jesus told his disciples to wait and tarry until they receive the promise of the Father. I want you to know that Jesus said it was expedient for him to return unto the Father. And let me tell you what that word expedient means. It means it was important. It was very important because if he didn't return to the Father, then the Comforter would not come. My Lord, when I look in Acts chapter 1, I begin to see some bodies. The believers that would go into Jerusalem, they would go there into that upper room and they would seek what God, that what Christ had promised them. They weren't just there to just be going through the motions. They weren't just there to be looking good or talk and have fellowship with one another. My Lord, everyone in that upper room there that day uh, was there for one reason. Uh, they were there praising Jesus uh, and they were there get ready looking for that uh, which Jesus said that would come. Uh, they were there waiting uh, on the promise of the Holy Ghost. Uh, they were there waiting to be empowered. Uh, my Lord, tonight... Uh, I wish the Pentecostal church uh, would recover that desire uh, to have a moving of the Holy Ghost again. Uh, I wish the Pentecostal church uh, would come and say we want uh, another Pentecost uh, no matter what it costs us. Uh, no matter what it co- what it costs us along the way. Uh, my Lord, tonight uh, we are in desperate need whether you want it or whether you don't want it. Uh, the fact is the church the world is in need uh, of a nunner Pentecost, if you will. Uh, why do we need a nunner Pentecost? Uh, why do we need to be in power tonight? Uh, because I'm telling you tonight, uh, there is wickedness that is out there. Uh, my Lord, tonight, wickedness in high places. Uh, wickedness is all around us tonight. Uh, but in Acts chapter 1, Jesus told us, uh, But ye shall receive power after that. Uh, the Holy Ghost is come upon you, uh, and you shall be witnesses unto me, uh, both in Jerusalem and all in Judea uh, and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Uh, let me tell you what that word power means. Uh, it means Doomaeus, and it comes, and it means capable uh, of producing itself like dynamo uh, or dynamite. Uh, let me tell you tonight, uh, the Church, the body of Christ. Uh, is in need of some dynamite tonight. This world needs some dynamite tonight. My Lord, the church needs to be empowered with that Holy Ghost power to stand up against the wiles and the sheens and the opposition of the enemy tonight. Oh my Lord, the body of Christ, many in the body of Christ are sitting around allowing the devil to run roughshod. Well, I'm telling you tonight, It's time to quit letting the devil run the shot. And it's time for the church of God, the body of Christ, to rise up in the power of the Holy Ghost and stand up and declare, thus said the Lord, it is time for the body of Christ to rise up in the power of the Holy Ghost, go about casting out devils, healing the sick, preaching the gospel, preaching the truth, Giving the world the truth and the power of the Holy Ghost, my Lord. What did Jesus tell us? Well, let me tell you tonight. The devil don't need to be running rough shot over the body of Christ. Too many believers think they're a punching bag for the devil. They're scared to stand up to him. I want you to know Jesus never meant for the body of Christ to be a punching bag. He never meant for the devil to run over the body of Christ. Told you this morning, no doubt Jesus told us upon this rock He would build His church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. He didn't say the gates of hell would not come. But what He did say, the gates of hell shall not prevail. In Luke 10 and 19, Jesus spoke these words, Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall hurt by any means hurt you. I think too often we're allowing the devil to tread on us instead of the church to tread on the devil. The culture of this society has got the church so scared and so timid to say anything because you're afraid they're going to label you a name. My Lord, we need to quit worrying about these trivial things. I believe we've allowed the the world, the culture of this time to shut up the body of Christ. I believe we've allowed the culture of this time and the opinion of others to make us to be silent because we don't want to be called a name or labeled something. My Lord, let me tell you right now, when you become on fire for the Lord, the world's going to label you something. They're going to label you a holy roller. But I'm rolling into heaven while they're stumbling into hell. Oh, they may call us fanatical, but I'm a fanatic for Jesus while they're a fanatic for Satan. Did you hear what I'm saying? They may call you a bigot. No. Uh, Let me tell you because you don't support same sex marriage. Uh, You don't support abortion. Uh, You don't support the nation of Islam. Uh, Oh they'll say you're intolerant. Uh, My Lord I don't tolerate sin. I I don't want to see anyone perish tonight. Call me what you want to call me. But I'm not worried about what the world calls me. Uh, I know what Jesus calls me. Uh, He calls be a born again child of God tonight did you hear what I'm saying quit worrying about what the labels the world's going to put on you and start worrying about what God's got to say about you tonight my Lord we need to power the Holy Ghost My Lord, we knew the anointing of the Holy Ghost to fall upon us again. My Lord, let me tell you, it didn't matter what they called them in the New Testament. Under the anointing of the Holy Ghost, what they said about them, what they did to them, can I tell you, they still went about preaching. They still went about troubling the devil. My Lord, I wonder, is the body of Christ troubling the devil tonight? Are they allowing the enemy to have his way? Think about it this evening. My Lord, I see a loss of influence the church once had, no longer has anymore. We don't want to speak up as me and Brother Harold. We're afraid they're going to take our tax status. Brother Harold said, you'll be the first one you'll come against right here. Uh, yeah, I'll go right ahead. <laughs> when they start slapping us in jail for preaching the gospel, they did the disciples like that. My Lord, let me tell you right now, if you can't come to church for him, you ain't going to jail for him. And if you, you, if you, if you can't go to jail for him, you won't lay your life down for him. My Lord, you need to look at the book of Acts. You need to look what went on with those that was filled with the Holy Ghost. My Lord, there was opposition all around them. There was persecution. There was hatred. But can I tell you what? They still walked and operated in the power of the Spirit of God. My Lord... Tonight, I'm telling you, this world is getting wicked. And we need some Holy Ghost-filled people to stand against the onslaught that Satan is throwing, that he is throwing in these last days. My Lord, we need some people tonight to stand up and declare the truth of the gospel. Whether, no matter what it costs you. Whether it costs you relationships. Whether it costs you jobs. No matter what we got to have some Holy Ghost filled people. Huh, to stand up and declare. Thus said the Lord. Think about what the onslaught that is going in. There is an onslaught. A transgenderism homosexuality, and and this generation don't even know what gender they are. And these people want to lecture us on morality. (laughs) These are the same group that eat Tide Pods. They want to tell us what's right or wrong. We see an onslaught of Satan that is coming in that is trying to stand against everything that is right. California passed that act just a few months, few weeks ago where it tries to limit and tries to make pastors accept same-sex marriage today. It's nothing more than an onslaught of Satan to try to water down the church. They're going to have to decide out there and if the Lord tarries, it'll be in this nation one day. Are we gonna be like Peter, James, and John? Or are we gonna water the gospel down? My Lord, we need some Peter, James, and John and Paul that will stand up against the wiles of the enemy and begin to declare in the power of the Spirit, thus said the Lord. My Lord, ungodliness is filling this land. Why is ungodliness filling this land? Because the truth of God's word has been rejected. The truth of God's word has been rejected. The words of Isaiah says it like this. In Isaiah chapter 5, verses 20 through 23, Isaiah the prophet says, "Woe unto them! that call evil good and good evil uh, that put darkness for light uh, and light for darkness that put bitter for sweet uh, and sweet for bitter uh, woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes uh, and prudent in their own sight uh, woe unto them that are mighty to drink wine uh, and men of strength to mingle strong drink uh, which justify the wicked uh, for reward and take away the righteous of God. The righteousness from him. Can I tell you today that's exactly what the world is doing. They're calling wrong right and right wrong. We are seeing attempt after attempt to silence true biblical preaching. We're seeing attempt after attempt a Satan trying to shut the church up. And in many times he is working in many of those churches. Keep Keeping them quiet. Oh my Lord. Uh, that we are seeing uh, the culture uh, that is affecting the church world today. Uh, don't preach seekers sensitive churches. Uh, don't preach on something. Uh, because somebody might get offended. Uh, somebody might get mad. Uh, hold on preach on sin. Don't preach on this. Uh, my Lord, that's what is wrong. Uh, what we're in need of uh, is some Holy Ghost filled believers uh, that says I'm more worried about pleasing God uh, than I'm about pleasing man. My <clears throat> oh, Lord, let me tell you, there's a, we need some Holy Ghost filled people that will stand up to the assault and the opposition being penetrated by Satan if you don't believe Satan's working you need to just look in our school system let me tell you something whether you realize it or not these Bible boot camps are very important around here because some of these is the only Bible they're going to get did you hear me? Don't take it slack working with these kids because let me tell you something. You may be the one that gives them the gospel. You may make a difference in their eternal destination. My Lord, because I'm going to tell you right now the schools ain't going to give on Jesus. Even in this county, even in Fulton County, I guarantee you can find every drug you want in the schools. Even in this county, you can find violence and guns and all that in the schools. Even in this county, right here, as small as it is, you can find witchcraft availing much. Even in our schools, you can find a homosexual, transgendered agenda being preached. It's taught in our systems and our schools. My Lord, you can go on and you can go on and see the things that are rocking our schools where it's an atheistic philosophy. It is an atheistic Humanistic thought, where they try to deny and try to outdo, try to throw God out. My Lord, I'm not talking about to the non-Pentecostal churches. I'm asking the Pentecostal saints in here. How many is going to stand up tonight? My Lord, there's an opposition going on against our kids. I know everybody's facing opposition, but I'm telling you. What I thought seeing in here, these kids, my Lord, they're facing something in our school system that we didn't face. Even when I was in school, you still had prayer in school. But today they're teaching them there's no God. There's no Jehovah God. Well, they're teaching them Islam. Do you know in some of the public schools today, they got pads out where the kids are bowing down three times a day to Muhammad. And let me tell you that's not overseas, that's right here in the United States of America. My Lord, a kid got suspended, I seen, online. For he, the teacher was talking about all these genders, and that. this young man stood up and said, No, they ain't but two genders, male and female, and he got thrown out of school for speaking the truth. You see how Satan's penetrating our kids. Let me tell you something, Church of God, why the church needs to cater to all. Let me tell you, but the church nearly needs to get a hold of the kids. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? Because I'm telling you right now, because if you don't get them to church and let them get Jesus, and you don't give Jesus in the home, you can rest assured the public school system, the world is going to give them Satan. Am I right on that tonight? My Lord, we need to give them Pentecost. They'll face temptations of drugs and alcohol. My Lord, I don't need, they don't need Jack Daniels. They need a new wine. They need a dose of the Holy Ghost. The body of Christ needs a dose of the Holy Ghost. But I'm telling you tonight, Satan is penetrating. You better watch some of these things that are coming through the forms of entertainment. Some of these songs that are made for kids that seem so innocent ain't got nothing but subliminal messages in them. Some of these television shows that are catered to our four, three, four, five years old ain't doing nothing but propagating the agenda of Satan. Listen here, adults, too. Some of the music you turn on the radio ain't doing nothing but propagating the agenda of Satan. And no, I ain't talking about rap. It does, no doubt about that. But the things we call rock and roll, highway to hell, oh, listen, yeah, no, we can go on and on. I can talk about some of your country music. My God, when is God going to tell you to go out and get you a fifth? Or run around on your mate? How's that glorifying God? That ain't a message God gives, is it? How many know who penetrates that message? I'm stepping on some toes tonight. But some of you need to get in tune with the Holy Ghost like you do with the culture of this time. You're so worried about fitting in with the culture, being popular with the culture, you're not worrying about what God's got to say. Can I tell you in the indictment of the Pentecostal church? We're so worried about fitting in with the rest of them that we've lost our identity. My Lord, I'm not seeking to be popular. Did you hear me? I, know I'm the, I don't want to be popular. I don't want to fit in. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? I don't want to fit in with the crowd. If I want to fit in with the crowd, there's a problem with me. But I think we've lost our identity with our desire to want to fit in. We want the culture to accept us. Let me tell you, Satan's culture should never accept the Pentecostal church. We ought to be doing damage to the culture this time. Amen. Amen. My Lord, how many in here know what Pentecost is all about? Let me see hands. How many in here really knows what Pentecost is all about? I ask you, do you really know what Pentecost is all about? When it costs you something. When it means taking a stand and declaring, Thus said the Lord. I'm not talking about chill bumps. I'm talking about standing up in front of 3,000 and 5,000 and telling them they need to repent before God, them wicked people. I'm talking about declaring the right, wrong actions and calling for what it is. My Lord, Peter did. My Lord, let me tell you, where are the Elijahs that stood up to the Ahab because of a per- corrupt priesthood? Where are the John the Baptist standing up against corruption and arrogance? My Lord, let me tell you this. I know some people ain't going to like what I got to tell you, but it is the church's job to stand up against the immorality that these lawmakers send. Oh God, you don't need to be involved. You don't need to preach against politics. You need, I'm going to bust your bubble if you believe that tonight. I'm going to bust your bubble if you, don't, if you believe that tonight. How can you say that when John the Baptist stood up against King Herod? How can you say that when Paul stood before governors? How can they say that when Jesus stood and declared it? As scriptural folks, when the prophets of God Ahab was a king, but Elijah confronted him. The prophets stood up to ungodly leadership that was ruling the land. Herod was scared of John the Baptist. Uh Uh-oh, I know this ain't popular, but I'm preaching the truth tonight. I'm preaching the truth tonight. My Lord, let me tell you, if the church would have stood up, they'd have never took prayer out of schools. If the church would have stood up, abortion would have never been legalized. If the church would have stood up, same-sex marriage would not never become the law of this land. Oh, when you say we need to get out of morality, I'm like Brother Harold, we are talking. No, it's immorality. And when there's immorality, no matter whether it's behind, in the government, or wherever it's at, the church has got a responsibility to declare thus what is right. Love me or hate me, that's biblical. You got to stand against it. You got to take a stand. Where are the Holy Ghost filled saints? Where are those tonight standing against it? Where are those that are standing against the tide of false religion? Let me tell you Islam's invading. Islam's invading. It's overtaken in our governments her land, where is the body of Christ standing up against this? In some cases, some preachers are now saying we should just go on what we agree on. Wrong. There's a big difference. They deny Jesus as the Son of God. And he that denies Jesus as the Son of God and denies his, denies his work as nothing more than the spirit of the Antichrist. Where are the body of Christ standing up against the sin of sodomy? It's sin. Where is the body of Christ standing up against the sin of abortion? My Lord, where is the body of Christ standing up against the sin of alcoholism? If you think you can drink and there are things gonna be all right, let me tell you something. There's no such thing as a sipping saint. My friends, let me tell you, Jesus Christ was not a bartender. He come to set them free. He ain't going to give you nothing that's going to put you in captivity. Amen? Where are the saints of God that are standing up against a cesspool of sin that fills our streets tonight? The early church stood in the power of the Holy Ghost, taking a stand no matter what it cost them. It didn't matter what it cost them. They took a stand for what is right. They were full of the power of God. They were full of the saints of God. And I asked the church, where are the body of believers that are filled with the Holy Ghost and with power to take that stand tonight? I'm afraid many are so want to be so much in the culture they don't want to offend nobody. But my Lord, I tell you tonight, the gospel will offend. Amen. You see, right here in this passage of scripture, we see Stephen. He was disputing with one in the synagogue. There are some scholars believe that right here Stephen was actually, problem, may have been disputed with Saul of Taurus, who would we know as Paul later on, because Saul was a leading disputer at, no, at that time. No doubt it, he was one that could have been there. No doubt the discussion. That there was going on that Jesus, they were talking about. is because these in the synagogue didn't want to accept Jesus. They didn't want anything to do with this one called Jesus. But here was Stephen standing up, disputing with one. And if it was Saul of Taurus, by the way, let me tell you something about Saul of Taurus. Let me tell you about Paul. He he would have rose high in the Pharisees. He sat under one of the best leaders, one of the smartest men in that time, Gamaliel. So no doubt it could have been Saul of that he was disputing with right here. My Lord, can I tell you, that would have been a dispute. They were disputing, no doubt, the Word of God. And let me tell you, but there was a difference. If it was Paul or whether it wasn't at this point. No doubt what their difference was in the two he was disputing with, between Stephen and the one he was disputing with. Let me tell you, these people had an argument, but Stephen, the Bible tells us he was full of faith and he was full of the Holy Ghost. Do you see the difference? My Lord, the Bible says, they couldn't resist the wisdom that Stephen said. They couldn't resist what the, the Spirit, the anointing on Stephen was doing. My Lord, you can look on up and you can, uh, they couldn't, no doubt, when he spoke, they couldn't counter but I guarantee you that everything they said old Stephen right there, full of faith and full of the Holy Ghost, he was countering everything these Pharisees, these religious people were saying. Because no doubt how many know the Holy Ghost is a teacher. And how many know the Holy Ghost will bring it back into his remembrance and giving him what he would have to say. No wonder Jesus said, take no thought of what you would say. My Lord, I got a little outline up here. But most of the things I don't know I'm going to say to I get up here. And sometimes you may wonder what's coming out of my mouth next. (laughs) Never know. But no doubt, the Spirit of God was moving on him. No doubt, they lost that argument. What began to happen? Let me just tell you. They, rec- they come against him by force, verse 12. And they stirred up the people and the elders and the scribes and came upon him and caught him and brought him to the council. They didn't take him easy, they were mad. Stephen had put them to shame. But Stephen was full of the Holy Ghost, he was full of faith. He could stand against all. Oh, they got mad, they got shaken mad. They throwed him against the council. If you'll read on, I believe some of the things Stephen did played a part in Paul coming to the Lord. I really believe that. Oh, my Lord, not only that, they made false charges and accusations against him. But I remember what the Bible tells us. It's not by might. Nor by power, but by my spirit," said the Lord of Hosts. If we're going to take a stand in this day, we got to be like Stephen. We got to be full of faith. Have you know what it means to be full of faith? Be full of what? The Word of God. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by what? The Word of God. And let me tell you, the body of Christ needs the empowerment of the Holy Ghost to take a stand. My Lord, He'll give us power to stand. There's another incidence in Acts chapter 4, 16 through 20. Saying, what shall we do to these men? For that indeed a notable miracle had been done. By them is manifest all of them that dwell in Jerusalem. We can't deny that. Sanhedrin couldn't deny the healing of the lame man at the temple gate. But it spread no further among them. Let us straightly there threaten them that they should speak henceforth to no man in this name. So here's what they want to do. We're going to, th- we're going to threaten them. We're going to forbid them to speak the name Jesus. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. My Lord, if you don't believe it's coming, it's the Lord Terry's. It's coming to hear It'll come here where they don't want you to mention Jesus. It's getting like that now my Lord but listen to what Peter and John answered and said unto them whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than to unto God judge ye but we for we cannot speak the things we have seen and heard you know what they did they give the Sanhedrin a message they didn't want to hear they were saying we ain't going to shut up we ain't going to we ain't going to quit speaking that name we're going to keep preaching Jesus how could they do that let me tell you I believe at that time that boldness rose up in them and said we ain't going to do it but we're going to seek that name Jesus my Lord tonight we need a Holy Ghost filled church to start proclaiming Jesus in a world that don't want to hear Jesus oh we need some Holy Ghost people to stand up and say we ain't going to be quiet but we're going to preach Jesus do I got anybody in here tonight This says we're going to preach Jesus tonight? Do I got anybody in here It says no matter what, I'm going to preach Jesus? No matter what, oh, no matter what, they put me in jail. Let me tell you, I'm going to pray for more boldness. I'm going to pray for more boldness were to continue to speak Jesus no interest in Acts 4 and 31 and when they prayed the place was shaken and where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness where were they at they were in jail in Acts 4 they didn't pray for deliverance they prayed for more boldness they prayed for the Holy Ghost and it shook the place my Lord the church today needs that boldness to stand up if you don't who will you can't count on Washington D.C. to legislate morality it's the church's responsibility amen for being silent too long sister Marcy you can get ready to come my lord we need some Holy Ghost filled people that will put fear in the enemy it is time for the body of Christ not to be silent It is time to stand up. And it's time for the body of Christ to start treading over the enemy. I want to tell you, some of you fighting the enemy in your household tonight, I want to come by and tell you, it's time for you to change that around. It's time for you to take authority over that devil. I want you to know the devil has no right in your house. Anybody in here fighting the devil tonight? In your household? He has no right in your house. You've got more you've got authority over him tonight. Some of you are fighting that enemy tonight. You need to sit time for the enemy to quit treading on you, and it's time for you to tread on the enemy. You can stand in here. We need to be putting fear into the enemy again. We need to put fear into the enemy again. We need some believers that are a threat. To the enemy. My Lord. We need some believers who are filled. With that dynamite power. We need some people. That's going to get on fire for Christ. Let me tell you something church of God. Let me tell you Jesus is coming quickly. And the body of Christ. Must be about his business. My Lord. God's looking for some people full of the Holy Ghost. God wants, if you don't have the Holy Ghost, I want you to know this tonight. God wants to empower you with that Holy Ghost power. (sighs) My Lord, that power to witness means we proclaim His name. Sister Marcy, that power to witness means we speak His name in our homeland, wherever we go, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth the power to be a witness for Christ my Lord God tonight send the anointing and the empowerment of the Holy Ghost in this sanctuary fill those that need to be filled create desire and hunger in those that need it Hora oh, da la macha da la oh, rio Hora da la macote yo la da la macha da yo